to publish another podcast last uh, last week and uh, we did the podcast it was pretty good it's about an hour or so runtime and uh and Garrett forgot to press record on these microphones you see here so basically it's his fault you know, I just I wanted say? to put that out there you know but, uh... I got a process down now. I put it in my phone, <laughs> got a checklist, so we ain't fucking up anymore. Yeah, checklists. <laughs> checklists work a lot. But yeah, just another thing with the old podcast, this equipment. DIYing <laughs> a podcast, basically. Yeah. Kind of happens. It be what it be. Yeah. But uh, I think this is, a. Uh, let's see, we've done uh, one, two, we did one, two... This is our third or fourth? I think it's our, f- I think it's our fourth. It'll be published, maybe. Okay. You know, one with uh, one with um, the other guy, Ben. Yeah, Ben and um. We had two with Ben. Two, and then one. The other, so this is the fourth, fourth then. Well, we haven't published the last one. I don't think we uploaded that one. We never did. We need to do that today. Yeah. That's pretty good. Like publish one on the day that we record it. I'm a I'm gonna try to make like Fridays in general. A media kind of thing. Yeah, just like make sure I'm uh I like sharing that. on my clips. <clears throat> yeah. Doing the podcast, reposting the podcast. I think it's a it's like end of end of the week, you know, kind of wrapping things up. Yeah. It's yeah, a good day to do it. Definitely a good day to do it. Um, you don't have to be unless it's the weekend or something, you know. Like a hundred on the the work stuff necessarily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got some meetings. I, I got I got a lot of catching up to do. I just got back from Florida um, on a little trip, you know, with my family. Yeah. And uh, what you thought about that sunburn? Yeah, can you see the sunburn? It's pretty. No, nah, I up. look. I look good. I you just, just look, look darker like now. Maybe I went. Yeah, <laughs> I just look <laughs> tan. You know. Um, <laughs> Maybe these lights are like, uh, you know, getting the red out. And I just no, the, the red was noticeable a couple of days ago. I mean. It was <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you look yeah. as red as those flowers. Yeah, for head. sure. My head, my entire head, like I didn't put a hat on all day. It was one day out at the beach. And I put some 70 SPF on my head and uh, that's pretty much it. But I went in the water. I got to say, know? though, your head. It's pretty clear right now. Like sometimes you have a couple pimps and stuff. Pimps. It's clear right now. <laughs> it's that salt water, man. <laughs> salt water always help. Like my skin, I feel really good when I uh when I get in the salt water. You know? Other one. You're uh you got like a eye boot or something. Oh yeah, yeah. It's early in the morning. <laughs> it's currently nine um, fifteen. Oh, super early, man. <laughs> I usually don't wake up till like noon or so. I was I was expecting you to be here eight, seven thirty. Yeah. Did you go work out? No, I didn't. You I was either. going to you I've, go been, I've been having a little bit of trouble going to sleep, you know. My wife's not at the house and uh She's still in she's Florida. Still, yeah, she's still in Florida. She's oh, coming okay. back uh she's coming back Sunday, I believe. Um 
but I've just been thinking a lot, you know, I've got a lot, a lot of things going on. I'm trying to, trying to do a lot of things and my mind is just racing with ideas and yeah. things I need to do and <laughs> things I forgot to do. Um, so <clears throat> feel that, you know, I'm pretty, I'm, I would say I'm pretty organized with a schedule, yeah. you know, but there's always room for improvement. I don't want my life to be just some adherence to some Apple calendar. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't necessarily want that. I want to be able to be flexible with some time. Right. I understand that. But, but I also think that when I have, I think the thing that I, I would struggle, I struggle most with, with my calendar and like schedule. Yeah. yeah. It's just allowing myself a couple hours to do nothing but focus on the work that I have to do. Yeah. Uh, like you got all, all, every other thing going on. You got calls and you, know, you got platforms to look at and all that different type of stuff. But like today, when I'm going to be sharing all these uh, social media clips, I just need like an hour and a half where I'm doing nothing. But that <clears throat> lights are off in my office, doors closed, headphones in, and I'm just knocking them all out. Is that on your schedule? It's not. Okay. So, unfortunately. Well, I mean, it, it is what it is. Like, it, you know. I feel like, uh, you know, the more you're adhering to a schedule and being disciplined with, with staying on your schedule, that's the one thing. I mean, you can you can plan everything out, but if everything goes haywire and mm-hmm. you just kind of, like, put things on the backboard or move it to another day, things like that, like, consistently, that's that's the problem. You yeah. Know? Um, uh, but at the same time, uh, you know, planning out your day, everything like that, that's something that I've done over time and I've been very good at it at times. And sometimes I get away from it a little bit. And, and what we do as, as, you know, business owners, you know, our days look a lot different. Some Mm -hmm. days you don't come into the office. Some days you're out in the field doing things, you're meeting people, you've got meetings offsite, you're not in the office all day. So it's hard to pin down that schedule Mm -hmm. anyway. I, I, I think, I mean, obviously you can have a direction with your schedule, and every day is different, and uh, and and the workflow life cycle with your business is is different. So, you know, you kind of have to just work with it and understand that the schedule is a uh, is very important mm-hmm. and prioritize being organized on there. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think that's a good topic because you know productivity, efficiency, um, uh, is huge. You know, yeah. Um, being able to do do more with your time, you waste a lot of time during the day if you don't schedule things mm-hmm. out like that. Yeah, because then you're you're just in your head and like, oh wait, I got to do this. Let me hop on that right now. Yeah, and, and you're like, oh wait, I got to do this. Let me hop on that, and then it's all just split up, and you're not focused on anything. You're not getting anything done. Right, and then and then some of the most important things that are important for you as an individual get lost. Mm-hmm. You know, in the past, if you look at my calendar, it's like you know. What's that movie? It's like a beautiful mind going on on my calendar. Like it's it's wild. I don't know if what I'm doing is the most efficient, you know. But I have specific categories of things built out into the calendar that are there every day to remind me mm-hmm. of things, you know. Like later at night, like 7 p.m., 8 p.m. is uh, you know, I have on my calendar family time, mm. which is to remind me that I don't need to work all night every day. <laughs> You know, it, yeah. it, it comes up as a notification and I'm like, okay, you know, even if I'm still working, I'm like, okay, uh, you know, I'm still a human being. I still have relationships and yeah, you gotta, gotta, I'm not just what I'm doing uh, for work. That part of the calendar, I feel like just gets you in, let, allows you to switch your head into, let me just focus on 
being around people and being present for them yeah. right now. Yeah, it's more of a mental health thing to say, okay, uh, it's okay to do those things. You yeah. don't have to um, sit around and, and just be just be work all the time. And in fact, if you do that, if you're not focusing on you as an individual mm-hmm. and as a person, uh, you know, you lose your reason for working so hard, <laughs> I feel like, you know? <laughs> Last night, uh, you know, I told, I told you we went to Rhythms. Uh, yeah, how was that? Rhythms. So, yeah, for everybody <clears throat> listening who's not in Lafayette, Lafayette does this uh, this event called Rhythms in the River and River Ranch. It's a nice nice uh, uh, neighborhood community. Yeah. Community? What do they call it's that? A, it's just a... Traditional a, Neighborhood Development. Yeah. It's a T&D. Um, it's a nice place. They, they have music and stuff. They have, like, little tents for sponsors. They have, you know, all the the they have a couple of different restaurants around and you can rent out the tables yeah did they have live music yeah they had yep. uh the chiwis the chiwis I, I remember the chiwis i couldn't tell you what they're they like, sound uh, like they're basically just a cover band they do yeah, like that's rock right. country that type of thing yeah, like journey and stuff yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah just music that generally everybody's gonna the like chiwis man they've been hammering it's, it out for a long time it, it's a lot of uh like 30 to 40 year old crowd basically yeah um I, w- I would say 30 and up, like 30 to 60, really. Yeah. So that kind of music, you know, that crowd is going to like generally. I They're guess. not going to be opposed to it necessarily. Yeah, right, right. It's just like party music, basically. Yeah. Um, have a lot of <clears> golf <throat> carts out there? A lot of golf carts, I yeah. I told you, dude. You remember what I said? <laughs> I don't know if I'm going uh, to say it on the, on the podcast, but... It River is Ranch very gets, true. River Ranch gets a little stuffy. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, with the type of people that live there. Good yeah. people. Yeah. You know, but... uh. But I mean, yeah, from the outside, they, they look <laughs> slightly snobby. But I mean, you know, yeah, a lot of people, can. you can't judge them from just how they look. You got to yeah. actually talk to them. If, yeah, if they're I'm good kidding. people, they're good people. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Um, but uh, we had gotten, we left and we were going to go eat and everything at the house because they have food trucks and everything over there. But I just wasn't feeling like fried, nasty food, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been sick for a couple of days. So, like, just putting not good things in my system it just doesn't i think i don't feel why good i got kind of really stuffy yeah i ate some it's, you know burgers and i ate, i ate a little chocolate and stuff like i, mm. I kind of i mean i didn't go crazy yeah but, uh, but i just ate some kind of bad stuff for a few different right, days right. In, in a string mm-hmm. and I, my body started feeling weak yeah maybe that's me and grace uh, we went back to the house to eat they had gumbo i was like i'm oh, gonna get nice. some nice yeah. warm gumbo it's gonna feel great yeah and uh we was were over good? there. I was eating. Oh, yeah, it's good. It was good. Yeah. Uh, first, what would they, they have in it? I just eat regular. It's a chicken sausage. Chicken sausage. Uh, smoked sausage and chicken sausage. Yeah. And chicken. I wonder if some people, I would imagine everybody who, you know, is watching this, uh, most people are from Louisiana. I looked at the demographics the other day. It's either <laughs> Houston or Louisiana. Yeah. Basically, people that follow me. Yeah. You know? But uh, I was eating, and I saw some papers on the counter. I remember their printer, because her stepdad works at home. So, like, as far as, like, getting a printer and scanner and all that type of stuff, I didn't know if they had it. I was like, does your printer work? Because I was looking at the papers on the table. And she looked at me, and she was like, are you really thinking about work right now? I was like, I was just curious. I I didn't know if there was a printer or scanner. (laughs) And she was like, that has to be somewhere coming from work. And I was like you want to if you want me to think about work right now we can keep on talking about it but otherwise yeah. we can just yeah work is important dude yeah <laughs> you know you have to doing what we do you have to be you you know if you're not thinking about what you're doing all the time yeah. 
I don't know, I don't know any other, you know, business person or entrepreneur or anything like that that is not kind of consumed, you know? Yeah, yeah you have I'm to, certainly, I certainly to some know. extent, well, I wouldn't say have to, you don't have to, definitely not. But the way that my brain works, I'm, I get pretty obsessive about whatever I'm working on or yeah. whatever is going on in, in my, uh, in my life. And most of the times it's work. So yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm focused on. Yeah. When is obsession bad? <clears throat> you know what I mean? Cause you hear conflicting things, right? Like most people or a lot of people would say to succeed at something or to be excellent at something, mm-hmm. uh, you have to kind of be maniacally <laughs> obsessed with it. But then it's like, where is that? When does that become unhealthy and unhealthy obsession? Well, because it becomes I'd like unhealthy. to know that. Please tell me. I think it becomes unhealthy when it's affecting the other people that you, uh, you believe are valuable in your life. Do you mean affecting other people that are valuable in your life? Do you mean like them specifically, how they're being affected or how it's affecting your relationship with them? Uh, relationship. Um, yeah. Like you could be going through a lot of stuff and not think much of it because you're just consumed by it. And, that, and like that is what it is to you. But uh, when it's affecting other people in your relationship with those people, I think then it becomes a problem. Yeah. Um, like you could be single and not have anybody in your life and just be a, a hobbit that only focus on business. Yeah. And maybe it is healthy for you. Maybe it doesn't bother you. You know, maybe you want to do that. Yeah. Maybe you enjoy doing it. Yeah. Or maybe it's uh, <clears throat> some of the other signs might be if you're uh, reaching out to unhealthy habits, you know? Yeah. 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 Like uh, drinking or something yeah. like that, mm-hmm. you know? drugs yeah but i mean you could you could be obsessed with working out and it's maybe not necessarily a bad thing that's right so i guess it depends on what you're obsessed with yeah. uh too uh yeah. whether or not that's a healthy obsession or mm-hmm. not uh, right off the rip yeah you know and then go from there mm-hmm. and then if it's a healthy obsession like uh okay i might be obsessed with working out but is it because i can't stand the side of me you know like mm-hmm. uh uh, every day and I hate the way that I look and it drives me to do maybe I don't know you know <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad you know it's probably unhealthy to a certain degree that you feel that way about yourself obviously yeah uh, and I, I feel those feelings you know I, I look at myself a lot and I'm like you know I, I need to get better I need yeah. to be better like all the time um, but also you have to uh, and that that's not a good place to be even if I get obsessed with working out like okay maybe I lose, you know, 30 pounds, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm, I'm starting to look really good or something like, uh, um, if I'm doing it just because I can't stand myself and that's the only, that's the only situation. If I'm lean and ripped and everything, that's the only, uh, status that I will accept myself. Yeah. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if you're not in that status, <laughs> <laughs> that's really the problem. But, yeah. uh, but you can't hate yourself uh, or, or a really, that's kind of, uh, putting conditions on the, on whether you love yourself, whether you like yourself, right? It's yeah. Kind of, I think you should, like, I'll only love myself if I look this way. I think you should focus more on the, uh, the input rather than the outcome. Yeah. In that, in that kind of scenario, like, you know, maybe 
you mean your effort, what yeah. things you're doing, your you're progress. You're putting effort. You should be proud of yourself. Um, you're being consistent. Maybe you're not at the point that you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but the if you're focused on just the outcome, if you never get there, you're never going to be happy with yourself. <laughs> I know that's my problem, I think. Yeah. I have a problem with that. Yeah. I... I personally have a problem with the way that I look, even the way that I look now, mm-hmm. because I have uh, achieved a specific look physically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I consider that to be the bar yeah. of where I should be, need to be. And if I'm not there, I'm like subpar. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's kind of the way I think, and I know that that's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. I know what's going on up up in up in this <laughs> brain, man. It's 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 not good sometimes. Yeah, you know, it doesn't mean I hate myself. I love myself, but um, but placing those kind of conditions on uh, on how you feel about yourself because of how you look and or how you mm-hmm. act or your decisions or anything like that, um, can be unhealthy. You know, you kind of. I feel like to live a fulfilled life and, and to be happy, you kind of have to accept yourself where you're at. If you're if you're only going to be happy in specific instances, yeah. then you have to. It's like there's a balance, you know. <laughs> I feel like the the happiest you could be is when you do put those conditions and you have. It's like there's a difference between standards and conditions, you mm-hmm. know. It's like you want to uphold a specific standard. And if you get to that standard and stay at that standard and perform at that standard, then you feel incredible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're yeah. proving, you're, you're giving yourself undeniable proof of who you are, you know, what your standards are and that you're living up to those standards. Mm-hmm. Um, but placing a condition and saying, you know, I will hate myself, uh, but for me reaching those standards, um, that's not unhealthy. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not healthy either because, uh, because at the end of the day, if you do want to achieve those standards, if you do want to progress into something different, you have to stay positive. Mm-hmm. And you, you have to love yourself. It's a, it's a, it's an act of self love uh, to to sacrifice things uh, for a better you in the future. You know. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it, there's a balance there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what what that balance is, but it, there's something going on there. I know when I first started working out back in like a 2019 2020 yeah, yeah. when i got serious about it mm-hmm. uh I, I was like i was pretty skinny yeah what was the reason you started working out the reason i started working out initially in 2016 actually uh, did it have anything to do with health really no i wanted to, to get bigger i wanted yeah, okay. to look like a, a fucking man so you felt like yeah okay you want to exactly feel like a dead, dead gum man yeah all yeah. right okay and uh so you felt like you were too skinny yeah or you know you were skinnier and you wanted I just, to look I, different. I looked like a kid yeah yeah yeah. i mean i'm 16 years old i should you know yeah but uh i initially started working out because of football yeah realized i didn't really like football that much playing but you liked working out but i liked working out so i got a job at the gym mm-hmm. and I, I wasn't super serious about it but i'll work out five six days a week mm-hmm. you know I, I made sure i was working out but uh i didn't get really serious till i started incorporating the eating in there and tracking my, my food. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point I started to get a lot bigger mm-hmm. and not like fat bigger, but like I started putting on some serious muscle. Um, and, uh, newbie gains. Yeah. They call that. Yeah. When I actually started eating, that's when that happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, within the past three years, uh, you know, I've, I've been pretty serious about it. I'm not tracking anymore. Yeah. Uh, 
but I eat generally healthy like the past few weeks uh, since the semester started so around August I would say um honestly I'm just I don't feel like eating anymore <laughs> like I ate so much for so long and it's just like I don't I don't want to spend one and a half hours a day just eating yeah like I want to just spend 30 minutes you know get my meals in get my protein in and and that's it um and that's like when I stop focusing so much on like getting my food in like consistently and eating all the food that I needed to that's when I started losing weight because I was 235 at the beginning of the semester and I'm 220 right now mm-hmm. um and I also think that does have to do with like this has been the busiest time of my life basically I've worked the hardest I've ever worked in the past few months um so that definitely has something to do with it you know me not focusing as much on working out and eating um i'm still trying to stay healthy and that's my general goal now Mm. like as long as i can feel healthy i can feel good throughout the day um i'm good with it Mm. and at the weight i am right now i feel comfortable i'm not i don't have that same mind like i am bigger you know i'm 50 pounds bigger than i was when i was in you know a freshman in high school Mm -hmm. um so i guess i've kind of more or less solved the problem of me wanting to be look like a man yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I don't think about it at all anymore. My goal right now is just to feel healthy. Cause at 220, you're going to have some muscle on you. If you're decently lean, like I am, um, you're going to have some, some solidness to you. Yeah. That's where I want to be. Yeah. I don't want to be a, a bodybuilder. I don't want to feel, you know, bloated all day. I don't want to feel tired cause I'm eating so much food. I just want to feel decently good and look decently good and feel healthy yeah that's where i'm at right now with that yeah and i think that's a good i'm at a good point with that yeah yeah that's a good balance uh for me for me i think uh that's what i want to i feel like everybody wants that everybody wants to just be accepting of themselves and be happy with what they see yeah i mean everybody wants that I, i i don't i don't care who you are i feel like uh everybody wants to look in the mirror and be proud of what they see or, mm-hmm. or happy with themselves physically. And I'm no exception. I feel, feel the same way. And, uh, and the last thing that I want, one of the biggest drivers for me is like, I don't want, uh, to appear undisciplined or sloppy. Yeah. You know, that's, that's really it. Like, I mean, I want to look a certain way. I want to feel comfortable in my clothes. You know, mm-hmm. I want to feel like, uh, <clears throat> like I can wear what I want to wear with the style I want and, uh, and be comfortable in that, that environment. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. really it. You know, um, I, I used to, you know, do bodybuilding stuff, you know, mm-hmm. I obviously, you know, I, I tracked all my food. I've been up and down. I've, I've gained a bunch of weight. I've lost a lot of weight. I, I kind of, I yo-yo like nobody. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and if you yo-yo like me out there, like, uh, there's a type, you know? And I'm that type. I yo-yo. I'll go up and down. And I do have – I show uh, extreme discipline when I'm in the matrix, if you will, mm-hmm. you know? I can track all my food. I can eat whatever. Um, I can uh, work out religiously, um, stay on a schedule, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, the ebbs and flows of my life has brought me up and down and in and out of that process and uh, I haven't found the true balance where I can uh, stay at a reasonable weight, really like the way I look, um, like the way I feel in my clothes, like I talked about, and uh, and not hate like 
the adherence to such a yeah re- regimented approach to uh, eating and working out. It's, one of the, it's, it's 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 a hard balance for me. One of the things reason. I dislike most about that you, that point when you're super dialed in and you're eating exactly what you need to eat and yeah. all that good stuff uh, is feeling limited when you want to be around people and have a meal that brings people together. And normally, if you're in if you're in Louisiana, those meals are going to be unhealthy. Yeah, it's hard. There's going to be a bunch of carbs in there, a bunch of fat. Uh, but I, I do not like feeling like I have to tell people that cook for me, or not be able to cook the food that I want to for people. Um, I don't like having to tell them, no, I'm I'm, I'm on this diet, I can't eat this. Yeah. I'd- because they're like, oh, well, I, I cooked this for you. Like, this is it, a, it's a gathering. Yeah, man. It's uh, food in Louisiana where we're at. It's such a social thing, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't really realize. I mean, I knew that, you know, I grew up in Louisiana, live in Louisiana, mm-hmm. but uh, I didn't realize that until I, until I started turning down everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, everything going mm-hmm. out to eat just drinking sparkling water with lime with people <laughs> because i just ate you know chicken and rice or beef and, beef and rice you know 30 yeah. minutes earlier in preparation to get through that meal so right. i wasn't hungry and being right. tempted by fried food or bad food mm-hmm. or god forbid going to thanksgiving dinner when there's everything there mm-hmm. uh, and everybody's there and they don't understand what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, you bring a container there and you're eating out of, they've, of a black container with a clear top at, at the table and everybody yeah, else yeah. has a big meal with potatoes, and, and there's know, some turkey, pe- and it's like, what the hell are you doing right Yeah, now, there's dude? some people out there, some people listening, who's never even thought, <laughs> not the thought of doing what you just described, never even crossed their yeah. mind. Yeah. Whether or not they're healthy, whether or not they look good, you know, it's just they're that type of person. You know, we're the type of people who are trying to maximize our life. We're trying to live as as good of a life as we can. And health is a part of that. Looking good is a part of that. And uh, and some other people, though, they do not get it. Yeah. They couldn't fathom it. Yeah. Uh, I've talked to many people. You, you get so many. uh so many responses like why are you doing that you know oh that's so unsist it's the most un I, I talked to one guy i brought i brought food out to a golf mat a golf round one time and i was with this dude and i had all my food and i was eating my meal in between like you know the third and fourth hole mm-hmm. and he's like what the hell are you doing shaming me straight up yeah he's like that's the most unsustainable thing ever i was like well I'm like 50 pounds overweight right now mm-hmm. on my yo-yo cycle. You know, what I'm doing isn't sustainable either. So, <laughs> you know, what am I going to do? Yeah, yeah. I've got to do something. I'm not going to sit by and and uh, and stay in the state right now that I was feeling bad about or mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling good. I'm, you know, I'm going to take action and it may look weird to you, but, you know, this is my life. I have to do specific things to to fulfill my life yeah you know? and some people but they just don't get it you if know? you so, are yeah. unhealthy and you really want to do something about it maybe that stuff is necessary for a certain period of time but the, the guy does have a point it's kind of unsustainable for a regular person that isn't yeah, he does a, a bodybuilder yeah like you can't and you can't i'm not gonna say you can't don't want to speak in you know black and white but for most people i think sticking to that schedule of you know working out 
and having to eat certain meals and missing out on things because of those meals or because working out, uh, it's, it's not sustainable for years and years and years for somebody that wants a balanced life. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm realizing. And that's, that's what I always have. Cause I was like, I would always tell myself, I'm like, you know, does my life require me to weigh out all of this food every day, cook or get someone to cook or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. Like, is this my life? Is this my jail cell that I have to stay in mm-hmm. to be, you know, physically impressive or something, mm-hmm. you know? And that bothered me, man. I I still don't know if I accept it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, because the, I've been in the two healthiest parts of my life. One, I was tracking all of my food. The other, I adhered to uh, 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 some rigid principles of eating that I did not deviate from for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Not once. Not one cheat meal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so it's two different approaches. Uh, the uh, the principle driven uh, way was more enjoyable, yeah, um, to me. And uh, and I was arguably much more healthy than, mm. uh, to be honest with you. But anyway, it was it was the accepting of like, is this my life? Do I have to? Is this just my genetics? Mm-hmm. It's who I am. Like this is what I have to deal with. And I guess like accepting that is still a problem for me. Because I have a tendency to overeat. I eat a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. I eat a, I eat healthy food, but I but I have the tendency to be able to take down a lot of food, buddy. Okay? Uh, everybody that knows me knows that. Uh, if you didn't know that about me, we ain't that close probably. Or, or super close, I should say. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I guess just accepting that was the problem for me. And then I, I was weighing out all that food and I was like, you know, is this my life forever? And I had a problem with that. Yeah. So, uh, so that tends to knock me off of that. I'm like, I, I, I can't do this forever. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can't, uh, and I, I guess I, I look at it as a chore. Maybe it's my perspective on it. You it know? does feel like work, but at the same, yeah, it, it does. And okay. I can change my perspective every day and say like, okay, uh, this is the healthy path. This is the happy path. And yeah, I'm doing extra work, but, but this is really where I want to be. Mm-hmm. I can take that approach and that's ultimately what gets me through that. Yeah. Gets me through it. You see, <laughs> see how I phrase that? Yeah. Because it, it feels like I'm going through something mm-hmm. and, uh, and going through that into perpetuity for the rest of my life was, is the mental hang up I have with it. Yeah. Well, I will say, but I don't know the solution to that necessarily. I remember like last December, um, is when like you kind of fell off that and was like, I just, I don't feel like doing this shit anymore. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm I feel tired that way of it. a lot. Yeah. Um, I feel that way in business. I feel that way in a lot of things. But since then I've noticed changes in your body cause I'm around you all the time. Yeah. Um, I feel like you do look thinner now. You do oh, look healthier. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, I, mean, I really do I, think I, that. I feel good. I don't. I don't feel terrible right now. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, I've I've felt the best. Yeah, and this ain't it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But but yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of work, man, and it just ebbs and flows. I feel like I feel like understanding the yo yo, understanding <laughs> what I just said, and understanding the problems I have with it, or the issues, or the things that cause me to hang up in that space is. Is part of, you know, 
taking steps forward and progressing, you know? Yeah. If I know myself, I know that I'm going, I'm, I, I know at this point that I'm not going to be able to weigh out my food forever. Okay. Yeah. Fact one. <laughs> I know that I'm not going to be able to adhere to the rigid principles of eating that I did in my first go round where I was extremely healthy for the rest of my life. Yeah. I know those two things. Okay. So, so how do I strike a balance between, you know, eating well, uh, staying on an exercise regimen that I love, that I like, that I'm excited about, um, and, uh, and, and doing that 95% of the time, you know, 90% maybe even, you know, and I think that achieves what, what I want to do. Just when I yo-yo up, it takes extreme effort to get back down. Mm -hmm. So I have to get back down to make that extreme effort and then balance the program out, you know, into something that's a little bit more manageable. When I was, uh, over the summer, like I really tried to dial it in and, and lose weight and I didn't, uh, because I was on, I think for, for myself, no, no, (laughs) (laughs) completely natural. Deca. Oh, (laughs) trim. Cause I was on, because <laughs> like, I was on, no, I'm just kidding. Garrett, I was it. on a, me uh, and Garrett, if, if, if me and Garrett are natty for life. I don't know yeah. if you guys have seen the, uh, seen the new show <laughs> natty for life. It's pretty funny. Um, I want to talk about that. Yeah. Go but ahead. I was on a big extreme of like, I'm just, I'm only eating this amount of food, but on the weekends I was like, I need a, I need a break from this. Shit. Yeah. I need a blow up. Yeah. <laughs> and the blow up it was, is what would bring me back to the point where oh, I yeah, wasn't dude. doing anything. Hey, it welcome to Bo's it. life. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Monday through Friday. Yeah. Saturday, go ham. <laughs> Sunday, recover from that ham. And Monday, feel bad still, about still feel, uh, yeah, yeah. Go through <laughs> the, uh, the depression on, uh, on Sunday. Why the fuck did I do that, dude? Why? Uh, I've done yeah. this countless times. Yeah. You know? But now, when I'm not so focused on an extreme and just, focused on making sure i'm eating generally healthy mm-hmm. um i don't have the, the mess ups anymore and if i do have the mess ups it's not a big deal because i'm not so focused on it yeah like yeah every once in a while i do want a, a, a big five guys burger or some fried food yep. um but i think because i'm eating generally healthy i'm not craving those things yeah like I, i'm not versus when i was in the extreme of like i have to eat healthy all the time right then it, it's just it tires you out. Yeah, man. You're tough. like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta blow up. You yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, man. But most humans are the same. I, but there is there is some dead gum drill sergeants out there that never go. I I, I don't get that. Yeah. I, that's not me. Mm-hmm. I I just I don't know why. I'm just not that guy. Mm-hmm. I can sustain it for a. Uh, an impressive amount of time year and a half is the is the mark that i got to you know where i never deviated you know uh, but there's some people apparently that go years and years i don't know uh i don't know about that i don't know but yeah that natty for life uh, documentary uh uh generation iron natty for life it kind of showed me what the real goal is mm. all those people have never taken well maybe they have in the past you know but they're not on steroids when they're competing in those bodybuilding shows for those that specific category that's why nobody shows up to the shows uh <laughs> it's like like three wives out there cheering them <laughs> on you know it's kind of ridiculous it's ridiculous really but but uh those guys bodies i didn't realize that the natural guys um 
look so different. Mm. They, they, they look so different. And I've been looking at a specific t- category of body that I was, that I thought was achievable for me. And I'm not going to take steroids. I didn't take steroids, uh, for my entire life. Well, you had a, uh, a thought for a second. Huh? You had a thought for a second. Oh, I had a thought. I've always <laughs> had a thought. You know, you always get tempted. You took some steps. Uh, what's that? You said you took some steps. Oh, well, that was TRT. I went and checked. <laughs> I went and checked my uh, test levels, and I'm good to go. So they they wouldn't give it to me anyway. But I was just uh, curious about it. You know, as you get older. But anyway, I haven't taken any of that, and I don't plan on it. And uh, but I was thinking that a specific body for me was achievable without it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking that I could look a certain way. And uh, looking at those guys versus the physique competitors, the classic competitors, and God forbid, the open competitors mm-hmm. in regular bodybuilding that's not tested for steroids, it's outrageously different. Yeah. If you're someone who lifts, someone who kind of bodybuilds, and it's kind of a hobby of yours, and you don't take steroids, and that's not really your thing, because that's not my thing, it's not Garrett's thing, uh, you really need to watch that show because it will show you what's achievable because these are the best in the world. Yeah. These are like the best natural bodies in the world or, mm-hmm. or the the biggest you can get right. in a natural way. And it's an incredible difference. Yeah. All of the physique competitors, the guys with the board shorts, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Even those guys are way bigger than the natural guys. Yeah. That blew my mind. I, I just assumed those guys that were board shorting it up were like uh, uh, pretty natural guys. I mean, I, I knew that some people take stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I thought by and large, those guys were not the guys that were heavy on juice. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was wrong, buddy. <laughs> I was wrong. And I'm, I'm 35 years old. And I, I've been working out since I was 15 years old, 14 years old. And I literally just, that just clicked with me. That's shocking. Yeah. Well, I, I was shocked. I was I was blown away. I was like, are you kidding me? This is like, what a lie. <laughs> yeah. I've been screwed this whole time. I think to uh, the guys that are doing the natural shows and they, they, you know, maybe they haven't taken anything or maybe they took something years and years ago and, uh, you know, maybe that's what led them into like the, you know, maybe. the obsession. Maybe. But they're clearly, but you know, they're clearly not on it now. I mean, I, you know, the guy. There is guys that they have a, maybe they have a seriously solid physique without anything. Um, and the example I'm thinking of is Tony, Tony Pascal. Um, he's, he's a uh, more or less an influencer. Um, he's hooked up with Raw and everything. Seabum's uh, company. Yeah, we're gonna have Tony on here. Yeah, we will. But we'll Tony, ask him firsthand. I'd love to go through this stuff with him. Tony, I trust Tony a lot. I've known him since I was. He's natty. He is. I've known Tony since as long as I can remember. Basically, um, him and my first cousin are married now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I trust him when he says, "Yeah, I haven't really taken anything." And he he did in high school. He took some SARMs, which is like your off-brand. Uh, steroids, basically. Oh, I've never heard Sketchy that. Sketchy steroids. Yeah, yeah. Um, that yeah. a high schooler takes because they want to get bigger. Kind of experimented, yeah. Um, he did that for a couple months and then stopped doing that. Yeah. But he didn't put on his size that he is now and the physique he has now until a couple years ago. Yeah, Like, yeah. recently. Yeah. And he's, 
like 28 maybe something like that yeah um, that's that's uh for everybody listening that's a uh, the tony p yeah i think it's the tony p underscore on most things uh, yeah on uh tiktok on instagram yeah it's a really good guy um so i trust and he looks like stupid you know his physique is insane he's a smaller guy mm-hmm. but he weighs like 210 like yeah. he's probably five foot six maybe yeah. you know um so guys like that that just naturally have a, a solid physique and uh i know he's he's super dialed in. he's been super dialed in for years now with food and working out um <clears throat> so he's he's definitely worked for it yeah he's also a nurse yeah and like all that you know all that together he works nights and stuff so he's got an insane schedule and he still sticks to everything that he needs to do um it's it's impressive it is but uh he's natural and he's winning shows and his coach is pushing him to go pro um and he probably will and he hasn't taken anything yet yeah uh you know it's he's competing in the the shows that people aren't natural in right now and he's winning them yeah. If not getting himself on the board, you know? Yeah. Um, That's so awesome. those kind of guys like Tony, I think that aren't, he's not competing in the natural shows, but he's still winning. Um, they're different compared to the guys that are, maybe they can only compete in the natural shows and win stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think the guys that get super huge and win Olympias and stuff, They've started out with the, just this crazy physique, maybe, or maybe. Oh yeah, I mean, the and guys. <clears throat> so they, not they never taking... had to think about like, oh, maybe I'll just compete in the natural show. I can win some win some things there. Like they're like, okay, maybe I can seriously do this and win the big thing if I get on stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to, you know, take away from any of those guys like what they do. Like even even the, uh, you know, the board short guys or whatever. Like those guys that compete in that, like. I mean, it doesn't matter whether you're on juice or whether whatever you're pumping into your system, maybe except for that synthol stuff, you know, the fake, yeah, just yeah. ridiculous stuff. That's just like, that's not even remote. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. It's, it's but, but like, uh, you know, like guys like Ronnie, you yeah. know, um, <laughs> who they may have been juiced up, but they were already like genetic phenomenons, right. uh, you know, with, with an Adonis crazy physique. Yeah. yeah. So Ronnie didn't start to taking get... stuff till he was like, you know, till he was winning shows basically. And his yeah. body was fucking insane. Yeah. Like no. Yeah. He was competing in like the, the top shows. <laughs> Natty. And just like step on stage and be like, <laughs> I guess I won. Yeah. And then he said, he gave me a, you know, then I talked to, uh, you know, Flex Lewis and, uh, and he showed, he gave me the real. He told me what, how, how they really do it. That's what he said. Like, uh, what he, so oh, like, big, he called it big doggyism. <laughs> Let me show you what the big dogs do. And, I started doing what the big dogs do, and you gave me a lesson in big doggyism. And dude was already up. Oh, oh massive dog! Yeah. yeah, God, Ronnie, man. <laughs> we can, we need to dedicate. But man. What, what I'm getting at is maybe those that show your what you watched, uh, those guys can only compete in the natural show and stuff. Yeah, maybe that's why they look that way. Which I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Yeah, you know, it's good to set a, a solid expectation of what you can naturally achieve and what most people can naturally achieve because yeah i like that those are the guys that are getting get on there i like that but you do have the phenomenons that are natural and they realize oh shit maybe i can win this big thing 
yeah maybe i maybe if i do hop on this i can uh get on the stage and win an olympia yeah um so it's it's a maybe it's not the best representation of the i don't know how to say this like the demographic basically because like like every guy that's gonna get think like maybe i can win this if i get on some stuff and they're natural now um they're just gonna be insane to begin with yeah and you can't expect to get to that either just as a regular person unless you are that type of person yeah but it's few and far between yeah i think the problem i don't have a problem with it but i think the issue uh that i find that's not great with the entire thing is that guys like me really since i was a kid have been looking at those guys those enormous Mm -hmm. guys or the super super ripped guys you know super dry guys and uh and I had been thinking, I've been aspiring to that. Yeah. But I will, not only are my genetics not, you know, they're not the best, they're all right, you know. Uh, but even with, even if I had the good genetics, like that has always been unattainable for me, assuming that I am stay uh, on a natural path, you know. It's just, uh, so, but but when you see that body, <clears throat> right, when you see that body on the screen, um, you can't, it's hard to separate w- what you want or what you want to look like uh, um, with reality. It's mm-hmm. it, it's like something happens. You still want to look like that way. Yeah. Like like when I see that, I'm like, boom! I I want that. Yeah. Right. Um, my brain doesn't analytically like say, okay. Uh, stop those feelings. That's not attainable right. for you unless you juice. Right. That doesn't go through my head. I have to talk myself through it like we're doing right now mm-hmm. or like when I had the the uh, kind of um, uh, enlightenment by watching that that show, that documentary. But but like when you see that, you still want it and it it, it triggers an unhealthy behavior. It's a, it's a subconscious thing. You and don't most think people, about it much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and uh and I'm a pretty introspective guy. I know what my tendencies are. I know how I think. I know when I think unhealthy about things. I'm very uh, uh, sensitive to what's going on inside of me, mm-hmm. even though I don't act accordingly sometimes. I fail at that. But I'm sensitive to that, and I still have that. I still get caught in that. Right. So I, so it leads me to believe that every person gets caught caught in that. There's, you know, maybe maybe I'm not the best representation of the general public uh, or uh, the world, um, but I am a human being, and we're all human <laughs> beings, you know. So, yeah. so I, I, that's the problem I have with it, or the issue that mm-hmm. I see with it that I I would prefer uh, is not was not the thing. You know what I mean? But what are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? <laughs> And it's kind of sad, you know, you look at those shows with the natural guys and they can't, they can't pay people to come to those shows. Mm-hmm. But then you go to the Juice Beast competition and like, it's all systems go, man. It's a party. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thousands of people mm-hmm. uh, of people. Why I mean, is that? Well, it's the, I think people want to see what the body, the human body can do. Yeah. And they the don't most care extreme. about that. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> it's. It's like a, like a, like you're watching a dream almost. People want to see freaky stuff. Yeah. That's that's what it is. <laughs> they want to. They want to see something the that they extreme. didn't conceive. Yeah, in their head. Mm-hmm. They want to see something that they've never seen. They're bored. It's unbelievable. Yeah, 
yeah, the, in everything, you mm-hmm. know, with um, uh, entertainment, violence, pornography, uh, bodybuilding, mm-hmm. anything, they want to see extreme things. Yeah. It's entertaining. Yeah, I guess. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm not a. I guess I'm just trying to like hey, you Jordan get your Peterson wife this thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe she would you know, know a little bit about it. Yeah, I feel like uh, I'm, I'm sensitive. Uh, I, I know a lot about you know some things that are going through your head because I'm constantly analyzing mine. But <laughs> I don't have any real scientific uh, basis for anything I say. It's, right. It's all right. just experience. <laughs> you know. So if you think I'm like smart at this stuff, you're thinking wrong. It's just <laughs> I'm spitballing here. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But it's interesting. It's really interesting it how those things happen and and. But, you know, I just, I just go back to that. I wish, you know, I wish I knew if I wish I would have watched that natural show when I was your age, you mm. know, when I was 20 years old, that would have given me a lot well, and also more of an appropriate approach too. to my life. Like people are much more honest about their steroid use now. That's true. Across the entire sport. That's true. When I was your age, um, you know. They're, they're not trying to fake anything. Um, people, people, it's just much more open and yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Yeah, there's 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 it's, some influencers like people who literally are just talking about steroids, how to use the right steroids, you know, when you're right. on this. Like, there's some girl I see on Instagram sometimes. That's I think that's, that's why that about. show was coming up and why it didn't exist when you were my age is because just the the sport in general is changing. Yeah. Interesting. Um and people do want to see what is achievable just as a regular person, a natural person. Yeah. Um so that they can maybe feel a little bit better about themselves and, or maybe, maybe, I don't, that's the wrong way to say it. Just set the right expectation for themselves. Yeah. It did that for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I'm, I'm glad. I'm mm-hmm. glad about that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I definitely think a physical, a physical life where you are challenging yourself physically is necessary. Yeah. Yeah. To be, uh, fulfilled mm-hmm. to be well-rounded right to be happy there's a lot right. of things that happen when you work out or exert yourself yeah, physically you got the endorphins releasing that's right, you're, yeah. you're sweating everything Get out that it was nasty going. maybe the day before you're yeah yeah <laughs> you just feel better after yeah that's right if you do it consistently it's you know you feel that way all the time mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah interesting stuff man you know the physical journey not, yeah. And it's mostly just one big head game, you know, because if you can't Life control one big head game. Yeah. And so is exercise. You mm-hmm. know, you think it's very physical, but it's extremely mental. Mm-hmm. You're not going to, you know, exude yourself to a high level if you're not, you know, mentally strong in that in that state when you're trying to do it. Right. And it takes planning, you know, to to be able to succeed with things. You have to have a plan with where you want to bring your body or what you want to do. It's all mental. Yeah, it's all a head game. If you can, um, I like working out in the morning a lot. Yeah, I don't always do it, but I, I it's my favorite time to work out during the day. Yeah, me too. Because if you can come to the brink of death, pretty much in that workout, it makes your whole entire day just seem like, oh, this is easy. Yeah, yeah. I did the hardest thing I've done. I'm going to do today in the morning. Yeah, so that's, that's the argument for uh for cold plunging and right. Uh, right. Um, stuff like that, right? You know, cold showers, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And we're gonna have a guy on here who uh, specializes. His trade is cold plunging. Yeah, shout him out. What's his name? Um, <laughs> God damn it, dude! 
His name's Andre. Andre. His name's Andre, yeah, with Inner Alchemy. Inner Alchemy, okay. Cut that out, Skip. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's really good. I, I do some breathing exercise work, and uh, uh, they call it contrast therapy, uh, where you go from the cold plunge to a uh, you know a w- hot whirlpool uh, with breathing exercises. Dude, I, I did that last time. It was uh, last <laughs> Friday. What? You got to tell them about the first oh, time you did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've done it two times. Both good experiences. <laughs> Second, the second time I went, it was great. Like I, I was feeling kind of, I didn't eat that well, you know, the for, the days before, and I kind of had some. I just say I felt not good, you know. And then I went in there and did it, and I left, and I felt completely different. I felt like I had bounce in my legs, my knees were good. I, I felt like a lot of inflammation left. But the first time that I went, so tell them exactly what you did. You did the cold plunge, and yeah, then you so, went to a sauna. So I get in the. He takes you into a, a red, uh, a red light infrared sauna, which is like you know infrared lights that is supposed to promote you know, uh, basically healing uh, of your cells at the cellular level. Mm-hmm. I'm not the guy to talk about this scientifically, but it's something like that. You stand in front of the uh, the infrared lights, and uh, I think that it helps. You know. Um, after that you, uh, start some breathing exercises, then you get into, uh, the cold plunge for maybe, uh, 60 seconds, just like a minute, maybe a minute and a half. Then you get out, um, and you, uh, you get out, you, you warm up your body, you do breathing exercises and, uh, and, and kind of warm up your body with the breathing and moving around a little bit. Then you get into the warm, uh, whirlpool. Uh, for a couple minutes and then you get back into the cold plunge for like 90 seconds, you know, and you go back and forth with the breathing exercises a few different times, you know, but the first time that I did it, it was, it was the first time, uh, I had experienced that I've been in the cold plunge, uh, uh, plenty of times, you know, um, but not like this. And, uh, and I'm a pretty intense guy, so I go hard at things. <laughs> You know, if it's, if it's challenging or if I think it's going to help me or if I want to feel something, I go hard. And, uh, and that's exactly what I did in that first session. I got out of the cold plunge the first time we started doing these breathing exercises and there was something, uh, something, uh, I think he called it like the, uh, hot volcano or something where you breathe, you go in, out, in, out pretty fast, very deep and hard breaths. And then you hold your breath and kind of tense up your muscles a little bit to have this rush of adrenaline and things that falls over your body. And, uh, when I, (laughs) when I did that, I went hard. Okay. On those breaths and I squeezed my muscles as hard as I could. Next thing you know, I'm just waking up (laughs) off the ground. (laughs) I passed clean out. And I was like, what the f*** just happened, dude? I I felt like I was out for days. I swear. It was weird, man. I I, 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 I straight up, it wasn't a pass out. I blacked out. Blacked out hard. And then just the next thing you know, I wake up and I feel like I'm on drugs, like do- like <laughs> dopamine, adrenaline, all this stuff just working in my system. It felt incredible. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It felt <laughs> outstanding. I woke up. I was like, oh, my God, I feel great. What the fuck just happened, dude? And he's like, you blacked out. 
I was like, how long was I out for days? I felt like I was out for three hours minimum. He's like, three seconds. Oh my God. I'm like, what? I was like, I had dreams in there. <laughs> you know you, you know how you wake up and you feel like you've had some incredible dreams? Yeah. Don't have a clue what they are, <laughs> but you had them. You know what I mean? Right. I had those feelings, woke up, stood up. I was like, oh my God, dude. Next thing you know, I was like, ouch. <laughs> my toe was hurting very bad. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, dude? My pinky toe on my on my right toe hurts bad. What just happened, dude? Did I hit my what happened? What did it look like when I fell? He, he was like, dude, you just blacked out, fell straight like a sack of rocks, you know? And I was like, thanks for warning me, man. And uh and turns out I think I broke that toe because for like two or three weeks. Like for the first week, I couldn't wear shoes. Yeah. I, I had to, it, it was swollen up and it wasn't a regular sprain because of how long it took, you know? And it was swollen for a while. So I think I broke it, but I never went and got it checked out because I heard that if you break, what are you going to do when you break your pinky yeah, you toe? Can't do anything for I don't it. need to pay a doctor 500 bucks or something just to tell me, hey, you know, stay off it for a while. Yeah. We're not going to perform invasive surgery on this mm. pinky toe. Right. So I just let her ride, and it's better now, you know. But uh, <laughs> that was a wild experience. I was working out in the gym in flip flops. <laughs> my friends were like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Yeah, I think I broke my toe. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody really knows, but I think I did." It's <laughs> crazy, uh, man. But it was it was incredible. Like uh, you know, and I and I obviously went back, and I'm going back again. You know, I it, it was it was a it's a great experience. Like. I used to go into the cold plunge at Reds. Mm -hmm. If you don't know, in Lafayette, Reds is a, an, an enormous gym. It's it's awesome. They've got Owned four by pools. Red Laurel. He won yeah, a couple shows. And yeah. It's a, a pretty um, big uh, figure in bodybuilding, at least in the Lafayette area. Yeah, Louisiana in Lafayette, in for sure. Yeah, he's kind of an ambassador uh, mm -hmm. for uh, all things health in Lafayette. And he built uh, an incredible facility. I mean, yeah. Reds is outstanding. It's got like... You know, 17, 20 tennis courts, pickleball courts, four pools, enormous cold plunge, probably the biggest cold plunge in Louisiana. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, saunas, uh, mm -hmm. gyms, huge gyms, you know, high intensity, uh, uh, like Courses. Hit, hit gyms, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, basketball courts. Right. I mean, it's got, this place has everything. But I used to go into that cold plunge when I was, uh, when I was a member over there, when I lived closer to it. And, uh, and I would go in for a while after I work out, and it, it felt great, you know. But I didn't feel that same difference that I did when I went uh, and did the cold, uh, the contrast therapy. Yeah, well, you're contrast. doing a lot of different stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, just uh, the cold plunge. Yeah, the, and the breathing is 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 awesome. I mean, br breath work. This guy is uh He's like certified with the Wim Hof method. Like he he uh, uh, went and met him, you know, and uh, learned from him and all this kind of stuff. So it's it's pretty cool. Um, and breathing is a it's a it's a big thing, you yeah. know, all the oxygen and the carbon dioxide in and out, mm -hmm. whatever. Well, what but, else we got to talk about? But yeah, what's going on in La let's talk about Lafayette a little bit more. Let's let's zone in on our area. You know, what's going on in Lafayette? We got we got the elections coming up. You know, right? You gonna go vote tomorrow? <laughs> no. You better go know where vote, to vote, dude. dude. <laughs> you better ask your parents or something, dude. I have the you better exercise that right. I have the voting card, but I just, Guys, I don't uh, feel like I, I'm, I should go vote because I just don't care to keep up with the people that I, I would be voting for. Mm, mm, mm. And so like, if I were to go to vote, it's just another, another tick on their 
whoever's ballot I yeah any money mo pick basically right right uh it's the classic you know my vote really doesn't count so I'm not going to do it well not that it doesn't count but I I just I don't feel like I I'm 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 informed enough to make that decision and I don't care enough to inform myself basically. <laughs> so basically you don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I feel That's that. what it comes down. I to. can feel that. Uh, I don't do that. I definitely, uh, you know, democracy and having a voice, yeah. albeit a little one, I think in the it's voting important. process is important. So I always exercise my right. And, uh, you know, even if I'm going in there and closing my eyes and just picking <laughs> something, I'm like, Hey, dude, I, this, this is my right. If I want to go in there and close my eyes and pick, I'll do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I exercise it either way, and I, I, I try to make an informed decision. Obviously, I'm, I'm aware of some some of the things. There's there's many things that I don't. But there's also – Also, you're around those people's age, too. Mm. Like, I'm 15, 20 years younger than most of those people. Yeah. Um, like you, I'm you, way younger than presidential candidates. Right. So, But um, presidential is advertised mostly, so much. Yeah. You have a – at least some idea of who you're voting for hmm. when you're interesting looking at a interesting uh, concept like just your your city you know mayor or whatever they're right. not they don't have anything big on tv there's no debates or anything there is though i watched a debate i'm, I'm not it was pretty fun it was pretty entertaining i did i didn't know what was going on but my wife told me and we watched it on youtube really yeah, and it was uh, actually pretty good. These these uh, mayoral candidates in Lafayette right now got kind of hot on there, dude. Really, it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really care that much, but <laughs> like the, the 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 back and forth, the banter that they were throwing around, like it was hot. It was hot in there, and uh, that was interesting to me. Yeah, you don't really see a whole lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, like you had to go on YouTube to find it. Yeah, I didn't. So it's not televised. I don't go. I don't watch TV. I don't listen to the right. news ordinarily. You know, like, right? But I when mean, you have a presidential candidate, or you know, they're running, um, you see that all over the place. Yeah, you yeah, see yeah. it on social media. You see it on TV. You turn on, on podcasts, half the channels. And, Theo Vaughn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Robert Kennedy. So those people, their ideas are are much better communicated to the masses. Uh, so even if you're not trying to seek out that information yeah it's gonna it's gonna come up yeah you're gonna be able to hear about it yeah for sure um but uh yeah i think it's important to vote i think that you need to you should rethink that a little bit you know i, know. I understand where told, you say, i understand I've what you're saying that, but I, I understand what you're saying but uh but the exercise of doing it is something that every american should feel even if you make a trust me you read like a one-page brochure document about who's running or whatnot, you're going to be as informed as everybody else. (laughs) Okay? You're a smart guy. You can read between the lines. Mm -hmm. Very quickly figure out, you know, what you want to align with or what you you think. You know, you you don't have to put that much thought into it. And and the actual exercise of voting um, is just something – I don't like to go do it. You're usually going into some school gym. Right. You know, some – The lines are – Some old lady's got some big book that somehow has your name on it. Uh, You know, I don't know. Here, give me your license. Sign here. Here's the sticker. Yeah. I'm not really about it. You know what I'm saying? But but at the same time, doing it – I always took the position and I always thought within myself that like, if you don't go vote, then you don't have anything to say. 
You know what I mean? Like, why would you have, why should you have an opinion about something going on that can be resolved with those elections or something like that? What, you know, what entitles you to that opinion when you're not really even taking advantage of, of what our democracy has allowed you to have? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you yeah, haven't, yeah. you haven't said any opinion about any politics since I met you. Mm-hmm. So you never try to push that on, but some people would, you know, yeah. they would say, Oh, I feel uh, this way about this candidate or this issue or that issue. Well, who'd you vote for? Well, I didn't vote. Well, then what the fuck are you yeah. talking about, dude? Yeah. That, that doesn't make sense to yes. me. Yes. But, uh, that's kind of a, like that I don't think is appropriate. That's I kind of, Cut that out, Skip. <laughs> no, leave it in. <laughs> I Trump. Um, the I kind of view politics similar to how I view sports. Yeah, yeah. and like it just seems almost oh. like an entertainment of just oh. like yeah, the bad entertainment. Right, too. right. Politics, dude, it, makes it, me want to puke on this <laughs> coffee table right here. Right. God, dude. So like watching that stuff and like being dialed into that it's just i don't care one bit yeah about what this is i care about the damn result i care about this country i care about the environment that we're in i care i care about the economy and the uh the quality of life for our country and the citizens within it and the world for that Mm -hmm. matter but i do care about the result but i mean come on these politicians like they're all the same they're all looking for the same thing money it's just it it's just like, a greed it, right. it's like a it's like just a lying greed fest right. up there and uh and like if you're a career politician like you suck dude <laughs> <laughs> that's my on and my analytical uh you know fox news cnn opinion dude politicians if you, suck. if you are a career politician out there and you wake up every day to like uh huddle support around you and your right. campaign and shake hands with people and promise them and you've got big plans for this that and the other you suck dude it's like yeah okay. you suck let me know when you actually do something yeah dude good luck that's disgusting dude yes. what it's like right a it's like there's a problem right off the rip with mm-hmm. it. Like if you think that you should be leading and that you want to you want to lead in that respect, you know, and you 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 think somehow that you're better than other people to lead, like if you have that attitude right off the rip, I feel like there's problems with that. Right. Like 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 those could be reasons in my mind that you shouldn't be doing it. Mm-hmm. That you shouldn't be doing this job. Um yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah, you uh, normally, I would say, uh, those politicians they start out with a career and they do well in their career, you know, outside of politics, maybe, or it's just kind of yeah fluffed up for them, right? And like you know, cer- certain but, people like if they grow up in this, the right family, or if they have enough money, all those things, those uh, appearances of um, of uh, the career, the success, all that kind of stuff can can kind of just be written for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, and there's no way for us to really tell. Like you almost have to somewhat have you ha- you do. You have to have money to participate in any kind of political race, you know, even if it's just like your or, or, your city. Or have access to it or right. no know people with it. Right. Um and I think like you said that's kind of where the problem starts. 
from a different perspective, you were talking, that's not necessarily about the money side of it, but it is largely driven by money. Maybe, and maybe there, there is exceptions, I'm sure, um, that people actually want to make a change. Uh, but at the end of the day, it does come down to how much money can you spend on this to make yourself seen by everybody. Yeah, I guess so. You know, to a like certain extent. A, it, unless you, and like I said, maybe there is exceptions. Some people don't necessarily have that perspective and they, they really do just want to help. Yeah. And they want to, they want to see things happen that they do think is the best for everybody. Uh, but when money is such a big part of it, it's hard to yeah. content, like consistently focus on the side of, I just want to make a change here. Yeah. When everything that you have to do to make that change involves a good portion of money. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, uh, I'm just sick of it. I think, I think it's tiring. Everybody is. Yeah. I, I mean, everybody is. If you look at what has happened in the last, you know, five years with the Trump, Trump era and everything like that, like it's very obvious that people are fed up mm -hmm. with that stuff. Man. Yeah. I mean, they're fed up. They, uh, you know, I would say most people would agree with what we just said, mm -hmm. you know, with the, 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 poly, you know, the people in the middle class, for sure. Uh, yeah. I feel that way. And I, I know a lot of people that are, that are older than me that look at the, like, they're, you know, when the Trump and Biden election was happening, um, people that were, are, are very one-sided, like Republican or, or Democrat, they're like, I don't want either of these fucking people. Like, yeah, it's like picking your poison, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's like <clears throat> yeah, for sure. You either want this this part of them, so you're like, oh, okay, that maybe that's good enough. Yeah. Like these are my options. I guess I'm going to choose this person. Yeah, People, and most of Louisiana is very you know one sided on that. Yeah, but apart from a lot of uh, people that are older than me, you know, 40, 50 years old, uh, family, they're like, man, I just I don't want to see either either of these of these people in office. What I don't want to see is, uh, and that's people that I, I just, are like, yeah, I, yeah. I want to vote Republican every single time. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want to be bombarded with lies constantly. That's all I wish. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I have accepted the fact that career politicians, you know, by and large run this country, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, uh, and influence it in a very, very big way. Um, but just quit it with the stupid lies, dude. I don't believe a word you say. You have to play a character. Yeah. They're playing characters. Yeah, exactly. And um, I know that. Because and I'm, like we were talking about earlier with the bodybuilding, extremity attracts attention. Yeah. I don't know how you equate that. It's exactly well, because the same. But if they're playing some character yeah. that uh, is outrageous, they're going to get more attention. Um, if they're, you know, it used to not be the case, you know, you had to yeah. be a specific way, right. uh, to be considered uh, fit or credible enough mm -hmm. to, to hold those types of positions. But, um, but these days it's just ridiculous and, right. and, and don't get me started on like, you know, the, you know, the media and the news, like, mm -hmm. I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. I know that you're lying to me. Okay. <laughs> you're all lying.
And That's why people get their information from everybody. podcasts now. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You yeah, I get my uh information from Theo Vaughn. <laughs> yeah. That's what you did to me. That's the authority okay. in the political I space might be, and the yeah, yeah. <laughs> fitness I'm space, a, everything. Oh yeah, dude. Everything. <laughs> if if you wouldn't have abused me to such a degree with the stupid lies that you told over the last decade, specifically, mm-hmm. you abused me to the point where I get my information from Theo Vaughn. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Job well done. You know what I mean? And I'm not the only person like that. Most no. people are like that. That's There's why your ratings. that Theo Vaughn is the second most popular yeah, podcast in yeah. the world. Yeah, and, and, and Joe Rogan. It's I'll get first, some information yeah. from there too. Right. It's more credible than anything you're putting out. Because it's I don't a real conversation. Pre- yeah, I don't care how pretty the girls on your network are. If, if those, it's BS. If, if those got the interviewers, you know, whether it be Joe Rogan, Theo Vaughn, whoever else, they have a, a a political candidate on there, and they pick up on a lie or something they don't like, they're fucking calling them out. Yeah, for real. I love that. <laughs> like it's not like on the news where like they're just they're either the interview is either completely Republican or completely Democrat, and they're just trying to push their point. Yeah. Or make that the politicians seem bad. Yeah, I'm just are, are good. Yeah, um, they're calling them out for the, the real things. Yeah. They're having a real conversation with a real person that isn't. <clears throat> so they don't know all the different, uh, you know, things they're running for, all the different uh, views they have that politician has. Mm-hmm. They're just hearing a conversation, hearing that person talk, having a decent conversation with them. You know, it doesn't have to be a a, a a uh you know a fire you know yeah it just it's a real conversation people yeah. want real news that's what it looks like <laughs> real news yeah it's funny <laughs> yeah just uh and i mean i'm an intelligent guy you know we're smart guys i went to law school i'm an attorney and i don't listen to like the fact that i like seek out information from those sources has to be a sign you know uh, and I know that I'm not the only person that feels no. that way. I mean, it's 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 just ridiculous. That's why, you know, all the mainstream media uh, outlets, your ratings suck. Because nobody wants to listen to the BS, dude. Yeah. Everybody's sick of the lies, mm-hmm. you know? Why doesn't somebody come out here and just be real? Yeah. Because they, maybe they won't get the sponsors. They won't get the money. They won't get all this stuff. I don't, I don't know. So the podcast, you're getting it now. Yeah, yeah. So... That's yeah. why they're big. Yeah, that's interesting. It's an interesting shift, you know. Yeah, but um, I think it's good though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, I, 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 I do too. What what I find funny is uh, is that like you're you're probably too uh, young to realize, but like when I was your age, or, or sorry, when I was growing up, you know, my father listened to talk radio a lot. You know, All, there's radio stations where it's just talking. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And everybody was like, "Oh, that's boring." You know, talk radio, all this kind of <laughs> stuff, and I'm like. What do you think a podcast is, dude? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's the exact same thing. Right, right. Uh, it's just really funny how how things happen like that and how things uh, ebb and flow on the different platforms and, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, how you transmit that data. You yeah, know, it's pretty interesting. But uh, but yeah, politics crazy, man. It's crazy. I'm I'm sick of it. Everybody <laughs> else is too. Get, I've never get your stuff together. I've never had like really any any standpoint besides I don't want to listen to this shit. 
well, politician. I, well, I have, you know, when I was your mm-hmm. age, I was very uh, interested in what was going on, you know. But when I was your age, it was different. Mm-hmm. It was definitely different. Um, um, you know, for instance, like when nine eleven happened, uh, that was uh, what uh, nine eleven. September 11th? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2001. 2001. So that I was, was born a, a 20, month after that. Yeah, that was 22 years ago. So you didn't live in that world necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, uh, you know, like I don't know, 12, 13, uh, whatever. I don't know, something like that. I was in uh, middle school mm. when that happened. And when you see something like that happen, it is different. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the things that happen, war, mm-hmm. huge issues, they matter. Like you have lived in a world where America was not heavily involved in something um, in a big way that you knew of when right. you were alive. Um, and that, that changes things, you know. I mean, if we were nuked tomorrow, right. uh, you'd probably think about politics a little bit because those decisions become extremely critical at that time. Yeah. You know that you're at the mercy of those decisions yeah. by virtue of you being in the in the society, mm-hmm. in the country. Yeah. Um, so you have the luxury of not worrying about it yeah. now, but that may change a, in the future. Uh, I am thankful for it because there's a lot of countries that you don't have any say. And yeah. whatever those guys say at the top goes. Exactly. Uh, yeah. That's why so America is different. The fact that I don't have to necessarily think about it, uh, I'm very grateful for. Yeah, that's good that you're cognizant of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, politics, crazy, man. Uh what you think you want to call know, it yeah. there yeah we can call it thanks for tuning in guys bo killingsworth here we got yeah, garrett, garrett duet garrett I appreciate you guys listening in over here yeah thank you guys for listening in and uh if you are listening to this and you came across the video or or you're watching one of our reels or something like that hit hit us with a uh subscribe or a follow uh, and keep up with us we're, we're gonna try to try to make this as interesting as possible next week we'll have a good guest on um so i hope you guys are doing well Um, And we'll see you next time. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. Y'all take care. Bye.